And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Joined once again by the Brotherhood. What's going on, guys? Liam here. Yeah, hey, guys. It's right here. How are we? Well, how are you, fellas? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. How are you? Good. Camping trip away, Nick. You're, you're looking refreshed, We're ready to go. We're here on a Sunday, aren't we, for mm, all of our new listeners? We normally record on a Saturday, but yeah, had a little getaway on the weekend, feeling... Uh, you look like a new man. Do I? Yeah, you've got it? you've got your denim jacket on. You I was look... about to say, is that what it is? <laughs> I think it is. No, it was good. It was nice to have a couple of days away down on Bruny Island. Um, but yeah, stoked to be back here and doing another episode with you guys. Very good. What do we got? Got a big episode. This is the uh, the final kind of pit stop we have. Uh, where our final episode before proper ball resumes. Uh, we had some scrimmages over the last couple of days, but uh, next Thursday in Australia is when we finally tip off. So. That is exciting. Mm. Um, in terms of today's episode, we are going to run through some odds and ends. We'll touch on a, just on a few quick notes um, that have come out of these scrimmages so far. Uh, we'll then look at, we've, we've kind of established a couple of tiers for all the teams heading to Orla- or in Orlando. And we're just going to categorise them by who are championship favourites, who are contenders, who are dark horses, who, you know, it's not quite their year yet, mm. but they'll, you know, they're in and around and who are just no-hopers. Uh, so that should be good. Should hopefully cause a little bit of debate with any luck. Yep. And then we will end once again with Entertainment Weekly. Very good. Once again, guys, thank you for all the continued support. It's been another big week on our socials, um, and we appreciate everyone staying up to date on our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Hit the 800 on the Instagram. We mm. did 800 followers now. That's uh, it's an achievement. It isn't an and uh, and <laughs> achievement. We're coming up pretty close to a thousand, aren't we? That'll We've had a, a had a massive growth spurt, really. We're, yeah, we have. It's, we're hitting um, puberty. <laughs> I don't know where to go from <laughs> that. Yeah, I've got nothing but laugh rate retained. Yeah, indeed. Um, but no, that is really good and really exciting to start seeing some consistent growth happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, without further ado, fellas, let's uh, let's get into some odds and ends. I'll kick us off. Go for it. Now the Memphis Grizzlies. They're currently in the eighth seed. Uh, they're going to be a man down when ball resumes. Uh, Justice Winslow is mm. set to miss the rest of the season with a hip injury. Mm. So, yeah, a bit of a blow there to what, there. What kind of impact is that going to have? Well, exactly. He's not much. Yeah, he hasn't been much of of much relevance this year, should I say? But um, yeah, just a quick one there for the Grizz. Mm. Um, Zion's returned back to the bubble. I know there was a bit of uncertainty mm. to whether he's going to return when the season is resumed but he, he's made it back just in time really um, yeah um, good timing. whilst away he's been undergoing uh, tests every day all coming back negative mm. which is a good sign uh, so yeah exciting stuff for the Pelicans and the league as a whole some exciting stuff we saw this morning for the Knicks um, Woj just reported that Tom Thibodeau has um, all but finalised a five-year deal 
um, with the New York Knicks. So an established coach with a winning culture. You know, I think I think a lot of people thought that he was a good chance to get this job once he put his hand up. Um, so what what does he do for that Knicks team? Does he does he elevate them to around playoffs next year? What do we think? Around playoffs, uh, potentially it depends how they go in the draft. Uh, mm. What they're looking for because and what they're kind of, like you could go for say if it's still on the market a Lamelo Ball. Mm. But then, are you giving up on RJ Hampton? Mm. Uh, not RJ Hampton, should I say RJ Barrett? Yeah. Um, so they've kind of got to work out what they want to retain in this core, and you know, really kind of yeah, build around. They need a vision, mm. don't they? Well, that's it, and hopefully he can establish it. He's got five years, so uh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully he can turn that franchise around. Just quickly, so is Woj back on the socials? He must be. Yes, he can't keep that good man down for long. He was down for a while, though. I was like, when's he coming back? But, yeah, that's good he's back. Metal World Peace would be sad that he didn't get the call up. Well, maybe next time. Next (laughs) job, I'm sure, will be his. Um, We had the other week, the other day, should I say, it came out that uh, for all the the coronavirus... Coronavirus! I've said it that many times (laughs) over the last few months. I'm sick of the coronavirus. Um... But the, whilst being tested down in the bubble, um, there's been 346 tests conducted with zero positive cases occurring in the bubble. Positive signs. It is positive signs, and it's good to see that it has worked. There was a mm. lot of people kind of questioning how, I guess, thorough they would be with all the protocol and how it would actually play out. Yep. A uh, good sign, though. A mm. good sign. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to know that it's working. Everyone's doing their... Their bit, bar mm-hmm. potentially one man. This coming to light just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou Williams currently being investigated by the NBA. Mm, been a naughty boy. After being spotted at a strip club on Thursday night. From Jack Harlow's Instagram story. <laughs> Who was it, Jack Harlow? Yeah. yeah, right. Well, Lou Will, what do we reckon for him? Little uh, little suspension on the cards? Little one. Uh, they won't treat that lightly, will they? He'll be, um, he'll be out for a little while, I would have thought. And you'd think they'll use this as kind of make him an example. Yeah, exactly. Um, that you know, they're not you're not going to get away with doing this type of thing. Mm. Points for trying though. Um, but... I wouldn't have picked Lou Will to be the guy that would have done that. I seem I always saw him as like a follow the rules, more conservative. Kind of yeah, I thought so player. too, to be honest. Mm. This one kind of shocked me a little mm. bit, but yeah, Lou Will. That's a bit of a hit to the Clippers. They well, they should breeze through the first couple of rounds pretty easily, but. Mm. Um, in saying that, that, we- that top eight in the West won't be an um, easy run for any of those teams, really, you well, wouldn't have thought. Currently second, aren't they, mm. at the moment against, in a matchup against Dallas? Mm. That's no, 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 no pushover. Yeah. But uh, in other news, uh, just on that, in terms of matchups and things like that, uh, Danny Podcast, uh, Danny Podcast, Danny Green. Wow. <laughs> Danny Podcast, oh, you're on a run. The Sunday, I'm, I'm too loosened up. <laughs> Where did that even come from? Uh, Danny Podcast. <laughs> Danny Green on his podcast, Inside the Green Room, uh, said that the Lakers see the Trailblazers as the biggest threat um, out of themsel- uh, out of the Blazers, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies. I'd have to agree. As so, I do, yeah. Yeah, you both agree with that, and I guess he mentioned how they've got that experience um, and such high-caliber players in Lillard, McCollum, and they they look you know better well rounded even in their scrimmage mm-hmm. the other day with Nurkic and Collins back. They do. So good stuff there for them. If they make that eighth spot just quickly, they're going to be one of the more talented eighth seeded um, teams coming into the playoffs in recent recent history. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> yeah, next we nose has just started <laughs> bleeding. The blood nose, so we might just pause it there and be back in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. 
Um, yeah, you mentioned a moment ago, Roy, how I was sporting the denim jacket. Mm. Got the sweater on as well. You know when you get too hot sometimes and you <laughs> He's got a bit flustered, this guy. Yeah, hot and flustered. So I think we've taken care of that situation. Ugh, Good nearly stuff. taken care of that situation. Uh, where were we? Uh, uh, I forgot, I but um, <laughs> we can discuss the scrimmages that have happened this week. I did if have you a want. couple of other notes just quickly before <laughs> we get into them. Okay. I've, I've uh, picked up my train of thought now. Okay, um, good stuff. Just on injuries, quickly. Just a couple of injuries that have come to, come out. Uh, Sacramento Kings, Marvin Bagley, hmm. won't, won't be, uh, will be held out of the restart due to a right foot injury. Uh, effectively, the Kings are in a bit of strife. We mentioned De'Aaron Fox the other week. Bagley, uh, yeah, things aren't looking great for them. Hmm. Uh, we spoke about Oladipo a few weeks ago. He's looking likely now to suit up. Uh, he took part, played 20 minutes in the Pacers scrimmage over the Blazers the other day. So good signs that he will actually take part, which is a huge inclusion. Mm, On the opposite side of things, though, for the for the Pacers, uh, Demontis Sabonis has a foot issue, plantar mm. fasciitis. Mm. Um, it's the ligament that connects your heel to your toes, and yeah, it supports the arch of your foot. Uh, it can get inflamed and make it really difficult to uh, even, I guess, put pressure on. So, yeah, he hasn't been able to put uh, any pressure or weight on that foot. Unknown when he will actually get back into things, mm-hmm. but a huge blow there. Their all-star going down. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, Aaron Baines of the Suns has tested positive for the coronavirus as well. Mm. So a bit of a blow there to the Suns, mm. even though they're not in great shape. Um but, yeah, I think that was ripped through them pretty quickly. We'll talk about the, the scrimmages. Mm. First thing that I just thought I'd mention, um, saw the other day that the Nuggets are opting to go with the big man lineup, big man starting five. So um, in that lineup, Paul Millsap's actually the smallest guy on the court at 6'7". Um, the Yoke is starting at point guard, dishing out a few dimes. Um so, you know, it's interesting that they give the, give that a go. It might be something that they decide to go with tempor- temporarily throughout the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, it's an interesting lo- interesting look. And also, um, just thought I'd mention regarding Denver, Bowl Bowl has been huge during these few scrimmage um, games. Um, in the first game, um, he had 16 points, 10 rebounds, 6 blocks in the win over the Wizards. And, to, and today, I th- think the Nuggets lost, but he still had 15 points. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he's a surprise packet, and I think he's he might be handy for them going down the stretch. Well, absolutely, and you just mentioned, you know what I'd love to see? You spoke about how big this lineup was. Seen the uh, big ball lineup versus the Rockets small ball lineup. Mm, interesting. Who, who do you reckon, who would you, uh, what would you prefer to have? Big. Big? Yeah. Um, yeah Especially when you're big, though, like Denver... Jokic can hit threes. Bolbol knocked a couple yeah. down the other day. Um, like, shown... how do you defend Bolbol? Isn't he the um, tallest player in the league? If he's got a small ball lineup, just Bolbol put... seven foot two. Oh, it's he's a... not the biggest. Uh... Um, and PJ Tucker would be coming up against him, sitting Ooh. at what six 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 seven. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, plus Mason Plumlee floating around in mm. there, and yeah, it's a it's a big team. Mm. But uh, another quick note. Yeah, but anyway, mm. on that really high on Bolbol, hope he yeah. does get some time. Another player I'm really excited for, and he's had a breakout year of sorts, Duncan Robinson. Mm. Yeah, uh, saw, from the yeah. Miami Heat, in that first game the other day, he went 5 of 8 from 3, mm. versus the Kings it was. And yeah, many regard him as one of the better shooters, one of, if not the best shooter in the league. 
He's been dropping them in at 44.8% mm. from deep this year. It's unbelievable. And like this is, he's a laser, and that's all this guy does, mm. shoot threes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, what's the expression? A jack, jack of all trades, master yep. of none. He's yep. kind of the opposite. He's mm. a master of one trade and, yeah, just goes to that every time. And it's paying, off, paying dividends for him at the minute. He made four threes in five minutes the other day. It's he was elite. just dropping them left, right, and centre. And then my player of the week of these scrimmages has been Seth Curry because mm. he oh. just went off against the Lakers. That um, he not single handedly, but he was a big part in helping them get over the line against the Lakers. He um, scored twenty three points, got one rebound, but he was he was eight from eight from the field, six from six from three. Was massive from him. And also, a new chef in town, no Steph. Seven, yeah, he's Seth coming. has to show up. And also Boban, he he got seventeen points and thirteen rebounds. So the big men are, mm. are showing up. As a Lakers fan, though, I was happy to see today in their win over the Magic. Uh, Kyle Kuzma played thirty mm. minutes, dropped twenty five points, uh, seven rebounds as well. But yep. going five of seven from three and ten of thirteen from the field. Mm. Uh, with some of the injuries the Lakers have and players out, Bradley Rondo. Um, it's nice that. You know, Kuzma, he probably, well, he certainly hasn't lived up to his potential this year. Mm. But hopefully this is just a uh, a little gas under the fire for him. I saw that J.R. Smith's fitting in pretty well in that Lakers lineup. He was throwing a few lobs around today. I saw one in particular to Dwight Howard, and it looked like he'd been there the whole season. Um, it looks like he's getting along very well with everybody, and hopefully he can be a you know big contributor for them You know, in a run to the perhaps even the finals. Same with Dion Waiters. Well, he's looked good, hasn't he? Mm. He uh, dropped 12 points as well today Mm -hmm. in only 20 minutes. Mm. So, yeah, a couple of these uh, late signings could uh, be the difference makers. Definitely. We enjoying having Bowl back? No, not really. Well, this is... um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I probably won't be as as excited till Thursday, Mm. but it's, uh, it's nice to see just some of these star players out and about again. Um, And, yeah, just having something to uh, tune into, some content. Regarding the Clippers, we saw the first glimpse of Joakim Noah the other day. Um, he only played 15 minutes, and he had four points, five rebounds, three assists, so a pretty you know, modest scoreline, really. But he's a guy who could be really handy for them um, going down the stretch. You know, a senior player um, can get boards at will, even though he hasn't played NBA basketball for a fair while. Um, I just think he's, he, he could be one that surprises a few people. Um He's going to have to stand up in his role if he's going to, you know, get a spot next year. But, yeah, it's good for the Clippers. No, absolutely. He, this morning, in their game, their five-point win over the Wizards, he put up one point, but also six rebounds, five assists with that, uh, five blocks. So, yeah, hopefully he can be a valuable... Feels um, like a Dwight Howard kind of contributor, similar mm, contributor. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's there for his defensive... Um, output anyways and he's not there to chuck up points if he gets a few then good but he's not there he's for not that really needed with the uh, the quality this team possesses yeah. how about one of our favorites headband caruso fouled out in 12 minutes of play really yep. yeah he wasn't happy either he ripped the headband off and <laughs> a lot of these players yeah. have been collecting serious fouls like really quickly dwight also got six today mm. um i know in was 12 that... minutes for caruso in the game the other day the lakers played against uh, uh, Dallas, should I say? He, I, who was it? There was Seth Curry had. Did he get this? He got five. Porzingis five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had for the Lakers. You know, everyone bar KCP had a foul. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, there's been a lot of fouling going on. Is it maybe just to be stopping fast breaks? They don't want to play D this early yet? Yeah, who knows? They seem to be playing prison rules at the moment. I but, like um, it. Yeah, it's I interesting. I reckon anything goes down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the courts they're playing on for the scrimmages the ones they're going to be playing on for the actual games? Do you know? Because um... they're, like, they're not massive. It feels like a high school game almost when you're watching it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, not too sure. No, I might have to find that one out, though. Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, fellas, do you have anything else you want to mention about the scrimmages, or should we... I'm done. Yeah, yeah not done. really. Not really. Yeah, it's... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's we'll been good to have a bowl back. comes back completely to go more in-depth about the games. But yeah. Thursday's the one. Uh, let's move ahead. As I said, we wanted to uh, do just something here. We wanted to establish a couple of tiers and put all 22 respective teams into their corresponding tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, how we've got... So we've set up five tiers, as I said. Uh, it starts with championship favourites. That followed by contenders, dark horses, uh, teams that aren't ready this year, and why bother turning up teams. Mm-hmm. So okay. I reckon what we do, we go around, we go through our championship. Do we want to start at the top, championship yeah. favourites? Yeah. And yeah, hopefully we get a little bit of a couple of debates in this. Mm. Um, yeah. I'll take it away first. Mm. My championship favourites, I've got two teams in it. So. The Lakers and Clippers. Okay. okay, okay, yeah. Now, I I think I know um, what you guys are going to be going with here, but, yep. yeah, I'll let you rip through yours, and then we'll discuss that. Okay, Lee? I have Milwaukee, Lakers, and Clippers. And yep. I, I've just got the two teams. I've got Milwaukee and Lakers, one from each conference. But, you know, why why do you think the Clippers are championship favourites and the Bucks are not? Um, I just think they've got so many defensive weapons that they can place on Giannis. Mm, uh, I yeah. think Kawhi, Paul George, two elite defenders. I think their scoring um, runs really deep in their roster. They've got such mm. capable men off the bench. Williams, Harrell. That's not to say that the Bucks don't, mm. but I just feel more confident in these players, players from the Clippers as proven playoff um, stars. Yep. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, whereas we saw last year Giannis... As good as he was, he still doesn't have mm. um, a ring yet or a finals appearance yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm probably higher on both the LA teams. Mm-hmm. In saying that, Boston were really close. I'm I'm probably liking Boston more so than the Bucks at mm-hmm. the minute. Mm-hmm. And, I like thinking. Um, I nearly had them in this tier as well. Mm. I've probably got them as favourites to come out of the East in my mind. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, which I don't know how many people would agree with that. The Bucks are. The flavor of the month, yeah, and rightly so. Mm. But you've got both LA teams in there. Which one are you leaning towards more? Uh, you um, have to choose. As a Lakers fan, no. <laughs> as an unbiased opinion, probably the Clippers now. Okay, uh, just okay. given how you know, I'm not sold on Dion Waiters and Jr. Smith. Um, I was mm. a lot more confident when we had Bradley, even Rondo. Um, but yeah, yeah the Clippers mm. do run really deep. Mm. Should be a hell of a series, though, if, mm. they, uh, if things play out how we think mm. they will. Um, for you guys, so tell me a little bit about your top tier there. Well, Milwaukee, I think, like, they're, they're, last year they were a great team and well, they made the um, the conference finals, didn't they? But, um, like, this year I see them as, like, just much more stronger. Um, and for the two LA teams, like, the West is a, is a very competitive conference and I just see those two in a class higher class than the rest. Yeah. Likewise mm. with you, right? 
Yeah, well, I've simply just gone the one um, from each uh, each conference. Um, Milwaukee, I just think, you know, Giannis has had an MVP caliber year. I think he's probably slowly but surely learning from his previous mistakes that he's made in the last few years where he hasn't actually been able to get the job done. I do think um, the Bucks will get to the finals this year. Whether they win it is another question. Um, there's, and there's a few other teams in the East which could have gone in that championship favourites, as you said, Nick. Like even even the Celtics are looking pretty likely this year. In terms of the Lakers, I think it's I actually think it's their year um, to lose. So yep. um, they've looked the better out of the two LA teams so far this year. Um, I think LeBron's going to go on a mission, and I think the last few months would probably be very handy um, for him to have off his put his body through absolute torture over you know the last 16 17 odd years and yeah. I think he's going to come back refreshed and it's not often that you get a um, you know how many months was it in the end four month break um, heading into a playoff series that's it LeBron's going to come with him come on a mission and I think um, the Lakers are probably going to be um, you know the championship favorite in that west huge mm. huge we'll, we'll move ahead to our contenders. Now, I've got a few in this one. I've got five teams all up. Mm-hmm. I have the Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, 76ers, and the Rockets. Okay. Uh, yeah, you ripped through yours there, I, I have three teams. I have the Celtics, um, the Raps, and the Nuggets. And I also have five. I have the Clippers, Nuggets, Toronto, Boston, and the Rockets. We'll start with the Nuggets there. You fellas are pretty high on Slim Yoker and this big ball liner, mm, I'm a potential big ball liner. Mm, I'm mm. a huge fan of, of the Nuggets, and I, I, they're another team who I thought could go in the championship favourites, but based on the fact that they haven't really been given uh, much hype, and they, they sort of go under the radar a, a bit, mm. I feel. Um, but I certainly think that they are, are going to be a serious contender. I reckon they're, they're even a good chance to make it to the Western Conference Finals, probably against the Lakers. Um, wow. But yeah, um, really high on high on the Nuggets. So you'd put those the Nuggets over the Clippers. Ah, uh, well, that's the thing. I think it's going to be Lakers v Clippers or Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. If I was to pick now, I'd probably look. I'd probably actually still go the Clippers. Um, yep. But I think they're going to give it a good good run. Mm. And the Rockets as well. Uh, we all three of us had the Rockets in this tier. Oh no, not you. Sorry, Lee. Not should me. I say? Mm. Uh, I think they're. Their ceiling is really high, mm. but their floor is also really low. Mm. Um, this experiment with the small ball lineup could just pay dividends. Yeah. Um, and as we said, you said about LeBron having this time off. I think two of the players that helped most was Westbrook and Harden. Mm. <coughs> wow, a little tickle in the throat today. <coughs> um, and yeah, I think that they're kind of seeing their window is closing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's kind of do or die for them. Mm. And yeah, I, I've. All it takes is a couple of games for them to shoot really well, yeah. and they, they win the series. Mm. But likewise, we saw in that game, Game 7 series a couple of years ago against the Warriors, mm. um, what was it, 20, how many, 23 threes they missed in a row or whatever mm. it was, so they can shoot themselves out of games as well. True. That's uh, that's one of the reasons I don't have them in this um, bracket. I feel like they're too inconsistent of a team, even yeah. though they've got... One of the they've got arguably the best shooter in the league, as well as Russell Westbrook. But hmm. you just need consistency. It's going to be very dependent on which Rockets come to play, yep. which Harden, which Westbrook um, specifically. Um, but if they're on, that they could make a deep run into the playoffs. If they're not, you know, they could be out first round. You hmm. just don't know. They could well be. And on the other side of the uh, the conference, the East, there we've got all of us have a few teams here. 
have the Raps. Yeah, the Raps, mm. uh, Celtics, myself, the 76ers, Bucks. Mm. Yep. Some quality teams at the top of that conference. Yep, yep. Um, who do you like most out of those teams? So Out of so, your ones. So out of the top four teams at the minute, I'll say I'll give you four teams. Yeah. Okay. I'll say the Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, and 76ers. Bucks for me. Bucks, the Bucks, Bucks by, by far? No, not by far. Not I far. think the Celtics are on their tail. Mm. Um, at, likewise, um, the Raptors. I, I'm not as high on the 76ers, but that's, yeah, that's yeah, just me. me. Are we, is anything, does it feel people are sleeping on the Raps? The uh, the def- reigning defending champions. I feel like um, it, yeah. Yep. They probably quite don't quite get their duty that they're deserved, and they've had a phenomenal year given how many injuries they've had, as well as losing arguably one of, if not the best player in the league in mm. Kawhi. Mm. They've done a hell of a job. Everyone thought they were... No, like, surely no one thought they would have finished this high. Um, I certainly didn't. After losing Kawhi Leonard, their best player at the moment is probably Pascal Siakam, who's a really solid player. Mm. Um, but there's all those little pieces like the mm. Fred Fred Van Vleets, uh, Marc Gasol, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Um, That's the thing, hey, they don't have like a LeBron or a Giannis caliber mm. superstar, but they've just got a really well-rounded, yeah. um, good team, really mm. good team. Mm. Um, and, to, and they're deep. And yeah. to put on top of that, they have Nick Nurse as their coach, so, and he's yeah. just doing wonders for them. So. Coach of the year, I would say. I think yeah. we have to. Yeah. He's, I think, got one hand on the, uh, the crown yeah. at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move ahead to our Dark Horses tier. Now, I think this one could get interesting. Mm. With Dark Horses, like, I have four. I was going to say I don't put many in, but, like, you can't really have, like, six teams in Dark Horse, can you? Cause, I've got oh, five. I've got four. Got five, oh, geez, all right. So Statement. I... Go, man. <laughs> don't worry about it. I've got the Heat. Yep. Okay. I have the Blazers. Okay. I have the Mavericks, Denver, and OKC. Okay. Okay. I have Heat, Thunder, Dallas, and Portland. And I have Miami, Dallas, Utah, which I've only recently come around on, mm. um, OKC and the 76ers. Yep, yeah, sure. So OKC have kind of been the dark horse this whole year, mm. so it's kind of um, fits well that they're, we've all got them in this tier. Yep. Uh, likewise, the Heat, I think, like so, <coughs> oh, goodness gracious me. Um, in terms of a dark horse, it is someone who could potentially pull off upsets mm. and make a run. Yep. And I think the Heat are absolutely kind of the epitome of this. They could, mm. I think, got the potential to go all the way yep. or to be knocked out in the first round. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. um, really in their hands. And likewise, the Blazers, yeah. they're still not even in the, in the playoffs yet, but mm. that's, I guess, how highly we think of them. Yep. So, yeah, so you'd put the Blazers um, in there and not the Pelicans because you're high on the Pelicans. Well, that's the thing, that hey. I think, How are they gonna? Yeah, yeah. Have you have you changed your mind to an extent on that? I so my thinking is the Pelicans. I think are more likely to get in. Yeah. Um, but I think should the Blazers get in, they're mm-hmm. they're gonna do more damage. I yeah, think okay. they'll put up better competition against the Makes Lakers. Sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's my thinking there, and likewise, so these teams, as I said, Blazers, Mavericks, Denver, OKC, they're mm-hmm. all in that cluster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really anyone's game. Mm-hmm. I think the two LA teams are pretty well ahead of mm. the next kind of tier. Mm. But, yeah, it's a fair game in that. Yeah, absolutely. But you just said, Roe, Utah. Yeah, Utah was a team that I was, I've, haven't been speaking too highly of lately, and I think it's a, a lot due to the fact that they had the um, issues with team chemistry when um, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell had that bit of a spat, um, and also the fact that Bogdanovich is out. Is he out for the year? I think he is, isn't he? He's done. But I look at, I look at their team, and... 
I think they've still got enough pieces to... I, I certainly don't think they're going to be going all the way, but I think they can make an impact. Um, Dark Horse, they could have a few upsets. Um, depends which Donovan Mitchell and which Rudy Gobert comes out to play. Um, I just don't feel comfortable riding them off completely this year. How high do you have them? So they're currently fourth, matching up against OKC. Mm. Do you... That's going to be a good matchup. Um, and there's the potential that Houston could jump them. Uh, Dallas could potentially, but yeah. So do, do you do you rate them higher over OKC and Houston? We'll say not Houston. OKC, I think that one could go either way. And I, me personally, I want OKC to win that that matchup yep. because they've been the underdog this entire season, and I just everyone I, loves them. Yeah, story. they do. They do. So I'd want them to win that. But I, I, I feel like they could potentially win that one against OKC. Um, I don't know how f- much further they get after that, but I don't want to write them off completely like they're going to be a first-round exit because, you know, they've done enough this year to show that, you know, they're, they're a talented squad and I... Yeah, who knows what could happen with them. Question to you, Lee. Mm. Uh, you've got the Jazz, OKC, Houston, Houston or Dallas. You don't. Oh, OK. But who do you think goes to... Who, Say, say, say the teams again. So the Jazz, <laughs> yeah. OKC, mm. Houston, and Dallas. Mm. They're the four, three to seven. Yeah. Who do you think's got the most, well, chance of going the furthest? Dallas. You think Dallas? Uh, they're yeah. like my big underdog. Mm. Or um, Dark Horse, yeah. sorry. Yeah, matching up currently in the first round against the Clippers. Mm. That would be a wicked uh, series, wouldn't it? That'd it go would go deep. Be. Yeah, it would. I'd... And it's good for um, Luke to get this experience mm. now. First playoff run. Yeah. Got a, a capable man in KP beside him, mm. and it, by the scrimmages we've seen, their their um, bench is looking scary as well. Absolutely, Seth Curry. Oh God, if he can do half of what he did the other night on that kind of mm. um, efficiency, look out. And if Boban can, you know, if they give him a couple more minutes, and um, I think he could cause some cause some havoc. Absolutely, havoc. Great word. Word of the day. <laughs> and a word of the day indeed. Uh, so we'll go to our not ready this year section. I have a lot of teams in Yeah, here. I've got a few in here as well. Mm. So I've got the Suns, Kings, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Utah, and the Pacers. Yep. I have some teams that you probably won't like that are in, like you'd think they'd be high, but I have the Jazz, Pacers, 76ers, Houston, Grizzlies, and Pelicans. Okay. And I've got the Pacers, the Grizzlies, Portland, and the Pelicans. Wow, so I might start with you there, Lee. That was, they, <laughs> okie dokie, we'll go with Houston first. You're kind of thinking behind that. You just don't think... I don't think they have it in them this year. That's yep. And that's exactly mm. what bracket I've put them in there. Yep. Yeah. I, so I do you think next year they could... Yeah, they just need to get their heads straight. They need to get a clear vision. Like, they've just implemented this small ball lineup, like... Yeah, they need to be more focused and more um, consistent, like I said before. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. 76ers as well, you just don't, yeah, don't I, like their chances? I, I, I just don't really like the 76ers, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I love Ben Simmons, but uh, apart from that, I don't see yeah. them really going the going the length. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And Ro, for you, Pacers, they're, they're a funny one, aren't they? Because... Should all their team be healthy? Mm. Like, they could do some damage, but... They could, but even if they were at 100% strength, you look at some of the other teams that they'd have to overcome, and I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. 
um, particularly now, was it Sabonis that you said Sabonis, yeah. before? Um, Oladipo might be playing at this at this stage, but you know he's not going to be a hundred percent healthy. You wouldn't have thought. I just don't think it's their year yep. um, to overcome some of these other teams. They probably need a few other pieces as well. Really think, as we said, not ready this year. Next year, should they have, say, this core of Oladipo, Brogdon, Sabonis, Turner, TJ mm-hmm. Warren, all healthy, fit and firing? Mm-hmm. That's a um, a scary proposition in it the is, East. It is. And I had Portland as well as not being ready this year. Yeah. I think I I personally think they'll take that eighth spot, but once they get into that eighth spot, I don't think they're going to do a heap of damage. Yeah. Most likely get swept by the Lakers in the You reckon swept? Game. I reckon there's a good chance they get swept. But, I, but you'd say out of the um, teams that haven't got that eighth spot, you'd say that Portland would be the scariest if they got there. Like, swept? Yeah, that, that's, that's surprising huge. me. That's yeah. Yep. I reckon it's going six. You reckon? Yeah. I, I reckon, reckon they're going to pick up. Yeah. I reckon there's going to be a couple of Dame games. Yeah. Um, I think Dame's going to play out of his skin. I think CJ McCollum's going to help that. as well. Yeah. But I think the Lakers are probably going to sweep them in the opening round. Even with the inclusion, Nurkic and Collins. Uh, did Collins um get that uh, PF spot or did Whiteside? Uh, so at the minute, they're, they're kind of running with Nurkic in at centre. Mm. And then mm. they're going with... Collins in that power forward position. As, yeah. Yeah, well, what, are, what did the minutes look like? Uh, so Collins played 19 the other day. Uh, we had no Hassan Whiteside oh, action. Okay. But again, we probably won't get a good gauge until the mm. first mm. first game of the uh, the regular eight games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Nurkic and Collins, alongside side Dame, CJ, and you'd say Carmelo. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what they started with the other day. Carmelo, the uh, small forward, Nurkic center. The shooting guard CJ, point point guard Dame, and the power forward Zach Collins. Mm. That's a good lineup. Actually, you know what? I'm going back on my word. I don't even care. <laughs> I think they're gonna take it. They're gonna take probably one game. Yeah, maybe two. I'm just in my mind. I'm thinking Dame's gonna have one of these like unreal games where mm. he has forty to fifty points, and he's probably gonna get them over the line. Yeah. So that was a bit premature of me <laughs> saying that. But that that's huge. Um... I've had too much coffee today. I'm not <laughs> thinking straight. But um, and I've been high on the on the Blazers, considering they're not even in the playoffs at the moment. But, yeah, actually, I think they will take one or two games. I've, I've that, put, makes, that sounds better. Like we've said, I've put the Rockets in. Do you still think James Harden is notorious for not performing? Mm. Coming up short on the big stage. Uh, I, I, I think that the Rockets almost have to rely on him this year to get them all the way. Will he stand up? Oh, they'd hope so, because he's, he hasn't done it. So often over the last few years. It'll be interesting though, because for that last maybe month or two since the start of this year, Westbrook had probably been the better player yeah, out of the two. Yeah. Hardner had been putting up points, but his efficiency had just plummeted. And whereas Russ was really, we were calling him Russell Westbrook for that yeah. long, but then he started to, mm. you know, we were saying stop jacking just up threes and you stop know, shooting and just yeah, do what you're good at. Get to the rim and. Uh, it really paid off. Mm. He looked like a new player. Mm. And I have yeah. another question. It's probably six months late, but why do you actually reckon they traded um, Clint Capella? Like, he was to, a valuable asset. He was, he was. To go with this small ball lineup, though, um, I don't know if it was the right choice or not, mm. but... Like, I don't know why they would have. I can't even, yeah, I can't even remember what they got in return yeah. for. Yeah, that trade was... Uh, it was kind of put together pretty quickly, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Do you think do you rate Capella as a player? Yeah, I really do. You remember those like 
games where he'd have it like twenty plus rebounds. Mm. Well, that that was a that was a big trade. I do remember that was a a big trade. It had four teams mm. um, involved in it. It was uh, you know we had Covington, Jordan Bell, uh, Evan Turner, Malik Beasley, a couple of other names involved in that trade. It was a big trade that went down. I won't run through it all because we'll no. be here all day. Mm. But yeah, it was. Um, an interesting move on their behalf. Mm. Not sure it'll, if it'll pay off yet or not, but yeah, um, yeah. time yeah. will tell. Good one. Uh, we'll go to our, our last one, the why bother turning up teams. Mm-hmm. And based on who, who we've all said so far, I think this will be pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, I have the Wizards, the Nets, the Spurs, and the Magic. Yeah, I have the Nets, the Magic, the Wizards, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Yeah. No, I have the Nets, the Wizards, the Magic, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had the Suns and Kings yeah. in the next one just because I think they are decent teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they've got potential there. Yeah. But these, yeah, these other ones, the Nets and Spurs, so it's just a waste of time them going, yeah. isn't it, really? And it's such a shame because we want to see the highest quality bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh goodness and there is potential that there could be a lot of blowouts involved in this I think yeah and I mean Brooklyn could have gone in the not ready this year because they will be ready next year yeah. you'd think but at the same time we know the kind of players that they're that aren't coming along for the trip so really why bother turning up mm. for them and the Magic even though they're a playoff team they're probably going to jump the Nets that seventh seed yeah we still don't we've just them. we've got zero faith in them no. whatsoever apart from Nikola Vucevic their second best player is probably oh, who Fournier, are we looking maybe? at? Fournier. Um, I'm not even going to say Aaron Gordon because he falls short far too often. Gordon, yeah, mm. you've got um, DJ Augustin. Fultz. Yeah, Fultz has been slightly better, but again, yeah. I don't have mm. any faith in no. him whatsoever. So yeah, I would anticipate they're currently in a matchup with the Raptors. Mm. Um, no, should I say they're with the Bucks at the minute? But oh, as dear. I said, they should jump the Nets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a matchup against the Raptors. Either way, I'd say they're getting swept. Yep. Same with Nets, like Rose said. Like they're obviously um, not ready this year, but they definitely will be next year. Same with I'd say the Wizards. If they're going to John Wall back, that'll yeah. be a huge inclusion. Bradley Beal. They'll. Um, yeah. I reckon they they're a good chance to get to Marcus Cousins as well. Mm. So big lineup. Who knows? Big lineup. Good stuff, fellas. Well, we'll end that there. There's. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys think, who you've got in your tiers, um, where we've mucked up, what we've got right. I'm sure, as always, we've got a few things wrong, but that's all right. <laughs> yep, um, yep. So, yeah, guys, hit us up on our socials, Instagram, slide into the DMs, Facebook. Uh, you can email us to dailydribble23 at gmail.com. Uh, send them in. We'd love to hear what you guys think. For sure. On to Entertainment Weekly. This week, I believe I have the song. I have the show. And I've got the movie. You sure, Lee? <sighs> yeah. Good. You sounded like you had zero confidence in that. Um, so we're starting, well, with the song, don't we? Yes. Um, this song. Now, I, I, ch- I changed it the last minute. I wish I hadn't have. I should have gone with my initial Just one. Go with the other one. The initial one I had. If you yeah. want. Go yeah. with your gut. It's not like you're locked in. Well, I didn't do any notes on it. Doesn't but um, So okay. I've gone a classic John Farnham. <laughs> uh, go the other one. I'm begging you. Go the other one. Go. No, you've t- you uh, told no, me. Go the initial one. Go with your gut. Um, so this one's especially for you, Lee. I know how much you love my John Farnham tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's called Reasons by him. Now, I just want you to remember after I play it that you wanted this. Okay. Okay, so here we go, just as we lead into the chorus. Here we go. Just for you, Lee. 
<laughs> Do we want to describe? Fade. Okay. I'm looking at Lee's face, and what can only be described as utter disgust. Just, that that song's song called Reasons. Give me a reason why that is in your songs that you'd recommend to us. That is woeful. Are you Australian? Yes, but I hate Johnny. <laughs> he is an icon in Australian He's globally. Not good. You didn't like that one at all. I, from him? No, I just don't. I'm just off jo- any John Carter. <laughs> if if I hadn't have said the name. What would you have thought? No, it's like I know his voice is oh. just not good. <laughs> oh, well, let's go to an opinion that doesn't want to want to just slag an Australian icon, Roy. Um, it's it's pretty consistent with your song choices, Nick. Yes, that's not to say they're bad, but they're. That's not to say a, they're good. From there's what a similar getting out there. there's a similar theme. You go with the old old oldie type songs more mm. often than not. Yes. Um, I think it's also because I don't like... I love um, old artists and, like, from the 70s, 60s, but I just don't like them... Not from the Austra- 80s, apparently. Uh, 80s, the 90s. Sorry, 80s, 90s, I do as well, but, like, Australian old artists, they uh, just do my head in for some reason. Um, yeah, you've... I've lost the words. I'm <laughs> somewhat disappointed. It's a bit um, flat. Like, that sound like that. Like, I like In Excess and, like, mm. all that, but mm. it's just so typical. It's like, uh, I, I, I promise to deliver something better next yeah, time. I, the song I, so. I feel so much pressure when you have the song. But, uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, as if I'm going to like that song. Well, that's why I initially wasn't going to go with that one, but you, you said to go with your uh, guard. The two songs that you had, Nick, uh, we won't... Um, we won't say what other song Nick was going to choose, but they're absolute polar opposite songs. Mm. And I feel like Lee would have enjoyed the other one more. Maybe rule of thumb going forward, no Johnny Farm <laughs> when it comes to the song That's section. huge if you're going to cut that from me. Mm, I'm going to have to, we might have to lay that rule in there. Uh, I guess, what is it? It's always good when we've got three people. Majority rules, isn't it, normally? So <laughs> I is. somewhat know which way Lee's going. <laughs> the ruling stands. Yeah, the ruling stands. Uh, we'll Probably. press ahead. Who's up next, I, I had the show, but to be honest, I haven't really been watching any TV shows. So what I will recommend to you is um, JaVale uh, McGee's YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. He's, he, have you seen any videos from him? I have seen a bit, yes. He's been doing, I haven't. He's been doing vlogs inside the bubble um, every day. And it's fun. You get to see all the Lakers players. It's a really good insight to what the bubble's actually like. And it's mm. it's really funny too, to be honest. Um Seems like a just, character. Yeah, that's it, doesn't it? It's good, it's good when we get this kind of access to players. They mm. make them seem more human as yeah. opposed to just celebrities who are exactly. untouchable. Yeah. 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 And he um, shows like the food they have to eat. He's vegan. And, oh, is he? Yeah. And the food he's been served just looks woeful. To be Average, honest. Yeah. 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 Well, he might be the newest member of the vlog squad. He should be. David Dobrik introduced does he, do, he does a good job, Lee? He does, surprisingly. Like, they're high quality. He just seems funny, naturally yeah. funny, doesn't he? Yeah. And like a goof. Him and on YouTube, we can find Yeah. Him, him and Thibault will do the oh, yeah, he's vlogs, funny. but I've just been watching JaVale's. Yeah. I've watched a bit. I'm going to have to watch a bit more, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I'll subscribe to him. I'll help him yeah. out. And they're only like 12-minute um, vlogs, so check them out. Beautiful. Roy, you had the movie. I reckon I'm going to get ripped for this one. Yeah, but well, Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Oh no! I've got um a movie that's come onto Netflix over the last month or two, and it's um Eurovision Song Contest. Is this the one with um Will Ferrell? Yeah, yeah. The story of Fire Saga, so starring Will Ferrell as Lee just said, and Rachel McAdams as well, known for her role in uh, The Notebook. I think she was in, yes. wasn't she? Yep, she was. Um, so basically, it's um a movie. These two um people from Iceland, um Lars and Sigrid, who were played by Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. 
um, have dreamt their whole life of representing their country at Eurovision. And after some mishaps, um, they finally get their chance to um, perform for their country. And they enter as a bit of a laughing stock, to be honest. Like, no one gives them a chance, um, basically for the simple fact that they were Iceland's you know, last choice to enter, oh. but it resulted in them, um, you know, entering the contest. And eventually they go on to surprise the world um, with their performances. Um, but to be honest, it's really the songs that get this movie over the line. Like you yeah. watch it and you'll go, it's not one which will be remembered for its storyline or anything. And it's a bit of a, <laughs> it's a, bit of a mock type movie, sure. um, but it's the songs that get them across the line. This is where I think I'll get ripped. I've got a little, um, <laughs> a little, you prepared a little demo us. here. This is leading up to the chorus. Just let me know your honest thoughts after this. Okay? Do you actually think this is a good song? Like it's not. You're just not like memeing it. Um, it's. I think it's a good song, but I think you have to watch the movie for it to have okay. its full effect. But I'll play it now. Is that Will Ferrell's <laughs> Wow. Um, uh, honest thoughts and, you know, initial reactions. So, off the bat, it's not yeah. the greatest I've ever heard. Come on. Okay, off the bat from Melee, <laughs> I've just dished up what, you know. It was better I, than Nick's song. But, <laughs> gee, this is a tough crowd. I played here. a mock song and it's, um, and it's overtaken my pick. One of the I Australian icons. <laughs> no, uh, interesting to see Will Ferrell uh, busting out in the vocals. Yeah. He's the not, man can do it all. He's not too bad. He's is the movie bad. based on a true story or not? Um, I think there is some element of that because I think um, an act from Iceland recently went pretty well in Eurovision. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a bit of that. And I think it was meant to be released in, in collaboration with the actual Eurovision yeah, contest, right. but due to coronavirus, that didn't work out. Yeah. But if you want a, want a song which has... If you want a movie which has a few decent songs that you can bop along to. Better than that one there? Or is that the, is that the creme de la croix? The uh, there's a few. There's a few. If that's the best song on the... Yeah, you're <laughs> not in good stead. Hey, yeah, you heard a seven second how's, how's Will Ferrell's accent in it? It's, it's good and it's okay. funny and it's worth watching in my opinion. You guys... I know a lot of people, he's kind of like Adam Sandler, they love or they hate him. Do you guys like Will Ferrell? I love Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah but Adam Sandler's over Will Ferrell, I'd probably... Like, who do you like better? I like Will Ferrell better. To what? Be uh, Over Adam Sandler? Yeah. I probably... Oh, Lee's blinded this... by Uncut Gems. No, I just like Adam Sandler better. I don't know, yeah. That's a hard one, hey? Mm. Because they've... Grown up. Grown up. But then you think of Step Brothers. Oh, dear. Step Brothers. God, oh. you can quote that movie all day. Anchorman. Anchorman, Let me yes. just say I haven't seen either of them. Oh, what? what? I know about them, but I just haven't watched them. Oh, oh. my goodness. Watch Step, watch Step Brothers. Yeah. You will love I only it. know that one yourself. with the drum set, that scene, with what? the drum kit. Don't put oh. your balls on my drum set. <laughs> Mate, watch it. You will love it. Uh, good stuff, fellas. Recapping Entertainment Weekly. Um, I had what some would regard a flop, but I would regard as iconic. John Farnham. Farnham, with the reasons. I had um, JaVale McGlee. Mag- Mag- <laughs> it's time to wrap this up. We're in trouble. Oh, I'm not even going to say mine. Uh, yeah, what JaVale I mean. McGee's YouTube yeah. blog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. No, Eurovision Song Contest. Good stuff, fellas. Uh, well, <laughs> it, is it actually called the movie? Or? No, well, it is a movie, but yeah. <laughs> um, fellas, we're, as I said, what this is at? kind of the I last stop before proper ball return. So okay. just like to say, 
bloody big shift in the last couple of months. We kind of yeah, we've been, got through it, haven't we? We've just I, been talking rabble a lot of the time. Yeah, but I, I, I know a lot of basketball podcasts just um, just chuck didn't chuck it away, but they had put, a break. They put the pin in it. Yeah, um, and we've just plowed on, plowed on. It's uh, for, for better or for worse, we've kept going. Uh, bit of both. I, I, I think, think for better. I, for, think for I better. would say for better as well. But um, yeah, no, it's been really good. Um, it'll be good now that we can get back to normality. Have it's some... going to be strange a little bit. It is, isn't yeah. it? It has. It's yeah, because it is such a big uh, commitment keeping up with so many games mm-hmm. going on. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to tackling that challenge once again. Me too. Oh, what's the what's the B right of good night? That's yeah, we'll have to bring that back. We might start that next week. We'll bring it back. Okay. Oh, we should have done one this week. We should have. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. That's right. Next Maybe week we'll give ourselves a week to ease into it. See what these teams are doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big thank you again, guys, for all your support. Um, over the last few months and the week itself, staying up to date with all of our socials. Continue to do so, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and TikTok, as well as continuing to hit that subscribe button, we really appreciate it, on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say? No, bring on ball next week. Yeah, I can't wait. Big week, let's do it. Alright, this is Lee signing out, guys, see you next week. Yeah, radio guys, see ya. Guys, take care. <laughs> Did you just say? Yeah, this is over. This is over. <laughs> I don't even know what I was trying to say. Do you want to try again or you want to leave on that good night? No, I'll leave on that good night. All right, guys, look after one another. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Love you, bye. Try to take day trip. That was true. You're going to have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time. It ain't no romance if he knows. We're going to make it drop, drop, drop. Time.